Good evening, and welcome to Single Mom Getting It Done. I'm checking in with you on day four of the new year, and everything is really good. Um, I really got motivated today. I had set a plan to start, like, really working on my business stuff again today because I really hadn't done much at all the last few weeks, and I wasn't making time for it, and some old time wound stuff was coming up. And then I was just today, I, I got the kids through school, I got to the gym, I got dinner started, I made a slow cooker thing, and um, and then I said, you know what, you guys, go play games. They had been off electronics for hours, so it was like, whew, everything's kind of freeing itself up for me. And it was great, because then I got, once I got working, um, it was, you know, the inertia is, is such an important force. When you get to all or nothing, when you like the inertia, you're going, it's easy to keep going, but if you're stopped, it's hard to take that first step. It's kind of like riding a stationary bike. Oh my gosh, those first three pedals are really difficult, but after that, it's not so bad. And that's how I felt today, is once I got going, I really got on a flow, and then funny enough, I had an, um, a person reach out to me about coaching. Like, that's all, like, sometimes that's all it takes is to show the universe that you're like, serious about whatever it is your intention is for it to be like, oh, okay, here you go. You're serious? You're finally working on this? Here's a client, you know, and and it was really wonderful um, and very validating and reminded me that, you know, that it's good to keep to keep on working and, and focusing. So um, that was wonderful. And now I have a good sense of what I need to accomplish tomorrow and the day after, et cetera. So I'm feeling really good about it. And, uh, yeah, so life is good. But I also wanted to talk quickly about, oh, and my diet. I chose to eat today, not no juicing today. Um, I do think I want to figure out, I might have a juice for, like, dessert tonight if I get hungry again because I ate kind of an early dinner. But I, I, what worked out today was I didn't eat until after the gym, which I usually don't. So it was about 10.30, 11 o'clock before I got breakfast. And then I was pretty full after that, so I didn't eat again until dinner, which was at 5.30, which is pretty early for dinner, um, but that's great, because I had a good, sizable, home-cooked, slow-cooked meal, um, and that should tie me over through tomorrow, which would be good for a good intermittent fasting as well, so I'm not going to necessarily do that every day, I did fight some demons over soda, I, my body and my head, I was having a headache, and I was really craving soda, and luckily my son just said, no, Mom, you don't want that. And he was right. I didn't want that. I just, I wanted that comfort of the soda. I did not want the actual soda. So I was really happy that that he kind of, because I was annoyed at the time, I was like, I can decide for myself. But it's exactly the pattern I always do. Good for three, four, five days, two weeks, whatever. I'll just have one soda. And because of the addictive quality of it, I have one, and then I have right back on the wagon. So diet was good. But back to the thing, other thing I want to talk about. A friend of mine posted something about apologizing on her page today, and it was funny because just an hour earlier I was talking to my son, Rio, about apologizing all the time. He'll say sorry for everything. And I'm like, Rio, don't say sorry unless it's something that you actually should be sorry for. I'm like, if you punch somebody or hurt someone's feelings or are mean, you know, or say something inappropriate or whatever, you can apologize for that. But no, 
he just anytime he sees me getting upset at all or anyone else getting upset, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I don't want him to be that person. I was that person for a long time where I felt I needed to apologize for my existence. And my friend basically posted the same thing. And she said, I responded, I said, you know, this is one that a lot of women, especially, but some men too, are, are very conditioned to um, apologizing for taking up space. And I realized many years ago when I was pregnant with my oldest, um, and I was very visibly pregnant, so probably seven or eight months, and um, I, I noticed that people were, would bump into me a lot. I was in Los Angeles visiting my brother, and people just kept running into me. And I was like, are you kidding me? I'm like this huge pregnant woman. Like, you know, if anyone, you know, if any time in my life people are not going to knock me over, it's when I'm pregnant. But no. And, and so I realized, I was like, it's because I'm always apologizing for my existence. And that was when I realized, like, I deserve to take up space. I realized the same thing again years later when I had several toddlers. And, you know, I try to tell them to make, like, you know, walk to the right on the sidewalk and make space for people to go by or whatever. But there was one point where we were somewhere snowy, and the people coming at us on the sidewalk didn't move at all. They took up the entire sidewalk. And so all three of us stepped out into the slushy road with two toddlers um, to avoid crashing into them. And I think I even said, excuse me. And then I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> it took me until that to realize the same thing for my children. You know, we were expected to be quiet and silent and behave appropriately in public, and you know, which meant don't be seen, or just be seen, don't be heard, you know, when we were little. And I was like, you know what, my kids deserve to take up space. There's a difference between kids being obnoxious in public and, you know, ordering their own food or whatever, you know, whatever it may be. I think there's an appropriate level of kid behavior in public. There's also that, in a, there's a line that I, I'm very cognizant of because other people's kids used to annoy me before I had children. They don't annoy me so much anymore. Um, but I don't like when, when people let their kids just free-for-all, jumping over furniture and restaurants and stuff. And, you know, I expect different behavior for my kids in different places that we go, but we talk about that. But so, and I see people do that all the time. They just want to shut up their kids because it's like they don't have a right to be kids. And that makes me crazy because that's just, that triggers that, that response to me, I think. And so... I said to my friend something like, you know, I feel you, this is a very conditioned response for many females, or, you know, many women, and I said, it's something that it's really important to be cognizant of. She she responds back and she says, yeah, it's amazing. My therapist pointed out to me that I apologized to her cat because I accidentally scared it. She's like, I didn't even touch the cat, but I apologized to it because I scared her. And it's like, we're so conditioned that we, you know, I have said sorry to walls when I've bumped into them, you know. <laughs> like, it's just something that I, I feel like we really should take notice of and be cognizant of because we deserve better. We deserve to be here. We deserve to take up space. We deserve to be heard. We deserve to be seen. So, if this is you, if you are the perpetually apologetic person, 
I ask of you for 24 hours, start there because it's, it's easy to do something for 24 It's not easy to do. It's easy to start with something small. So start small. Start for one hour if it's that bad. And listen to all the times you apologize. And it doesn't mean you say I'm sorry necessarily, but excuse me or whatever. Whatever the apology is for being you, notice and in the moment, if you can notice in the moment, that's awesome. If you can notice in the moment, then you can stop and say, wait a minute, am I really sorry for anything? Or am I just being polite? Or am I just minimizing myself? Or am I just whatever? So step back, take a break from that, and and just see what that brings up. What does that make, how does that make you feel? And start from there, because that's where the, the healing of the wounds is, is taking awareness of something. So hopefully you can take awareness of doing this and start saying to yourself, no, I deserve to be here. I deserve this space. I deserve to be heard, whatever you need to say in the moment. And you don't have to say it out loud. You don't want it to sound crazy. But if you want to say it out loud, say it. I say that to my kids. Be like, no, I deserve to be sitting on my couch or whatever it is, you know. And um, see what changes. See if anyone shows up to you differently. See if you show up to things differently. See if your perception of other things is different. And see what comes of it. Because I really think this is an issue that a lot of people deal with. Um, And we don't have to. It's not helping anybody for us to apologize and minimize ourselves. Now, caveat, when you're being a douchebag, apologize. (laughs) And then it will mean more as well. Because people will know it's sincere. Like with my son, I don't think he was really sorry. I think he just doesn't want to see me get angry, so he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, Or, you know, that's how he always, he he does it too. He'll be like, I love you, Mom, when he knows he's been a naughty butt. And so to kind of distract me. And, you know, I said to him, I said, apologies will be a lot more sincere when you actually mean them and when you have something for real to be sorry about. So keep that in mind because there are times when people can't say I'm sorry at all. I know a couple people in my life that um, have never once apologized for their behavior. And um, that's another extreme on the other end. But uh, for those of you who are over-apologizers, do look at that because it's wounding. It's covering up a lot of wounding of where you feel like you don't belong, you you know, you don't deserve the space. And... Um, And you do, I promise you. So, take a look at that. Hopefully that helps. Um, And if you need assistance with this, please reach out to me. Um, I am taking a few clients this month. I am starting a new program for my young adults next month on February 1st. So, I'm not taking too many more clients because I don't want it to conflict with what I'm doing there. But if you're, like, trying, if you're noticing this stuff and some things are coming up, there's a lot of energy out in the universe right now, so um, if things are coming up and it's getting heavy, reach out because uh, this work can be transformative. It can really help you to um, stand in your power, really. You get to be you again when you give yourself permission, and it's really nice to be you because you're awesome. So, um, yeah, you can find me at Kathy Ogilvy on Facebook or the Self Love Tribe on Facebook. Um, those are pretty active in both of those, so feel free to reach out through there. Um, 
have a beautiful evening. I'm going to go to salsa dancing class because that's one of my New Year's resolutions is to dance more. So that's what I'm doing. Okay, love you guys. Talk soon. Good night.